With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone once again to a brand new show. This is the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm of course your, your host, uh, RF. I'll be joined by my co-host Royce here in just a second. I want to welcome everyone to the program. It is Thursday, the 13th, January 13, 2011. We've been broadcasting every night this week. The, the listeners have been great. If you guys are listening to us live, don't forget you can always call in and voice your opinion. Just call 323-927. 2906, you can reach us, 323-927-2906, and you can get on live with us and discuss whatever topic we may be talking about at the time. So make sure you definitely do that. I want to bring on my co-host real quick, Royce. Welcome to the program, sir. How are you? It's a cold night in Dallas, and the Mavericks have gone cold. (laughs) Well, you're probably right about that. You're absolutely right about that, actually. And, um, and speaking of the man who's going to talk about that, we have a special guest coming on tonight. Bill Ingram from HoopsWorld.com is going to be joining us live. He wrote some very interesting things about the NBA today. He has a story about the Phoenix Suns and the um, Orlando Magic that we'll get into. But also just pick his brain because he knows everything there is to know about the NBA. So if you guys have any NBA questions, make sure you definitely uh, call in, 323-927. 2906. We can talk a lot of NBA action as well. And if you haven't done so yet, go to our website, rfsportsradio.com. That's rfsportsradio.com. Go to our website, and from there you can see all the information about the show, get in contact with us, and also see our posts. We've got everything updated on the on the uh, website, all the top stories from the day, and, of course, videos as well, too. We have an interview with Ryder Dubois on the uh, site, and also our interviews from the Cotton Bowl, which is last Friday on the site as well, too. So without further ado, Russ, let's go ahead and get into some of the top stories real quick. Um, LT, Lawrence Taylor, went to court today, pled guilty on two misdemeanor charges, and basically got off got off kind of light, I would say. Uh, he didn't yeah. he didn't get any jail time. He gets probation for six years, and he also has to pay back about $1,300 in fine, in fees, uh, based on what the court had ordered to him, and what he pled guilty to was two misdemeanor charges, um, and this stemmed from a felony uh, arrest for a statutory rape. He did admit that he was guilty. He said he did have sex with the, with the prostitute, and he said that she told him he she was 19. Turns out she was 16, and by law, of course, that is a uh, crime. So he was charged with two misdemeanors. Right. Now, Royce, let me ask you, do you think he got off easy? I mean, he didn't do any jail time whatsoever, just probation and a $1,300 fine. Absolutely, Rodney. You know, I gave up on Lawrence Taylor a long time ago. You would think that after all this time and much stuff that he's been through that he didn't know better, but uh, who knows? Some people never learn. Yeah, and and I think you're absolutely right. I thought in a state like New York, they would throw the book at him, similar to how they right. did other athletes. Uh, if you look at Plexigo Burris, he is, of course, yeah, he got behind bars. Right, so I thought maybe he'd get a little bit harder sentence than that, but he is out, and he's got a chance to rehabilitate himself, or at least in the in the uh, public opinion, and get back to being LT. And LT, for a while, had a good career going, was doing movies. Uh, yeah, he was, he of course, uh, tried to commentate thing for a little while. I think he just got a little bit... Board and of course, idle hands, uh, idle time is a devil playground. So I think that's what really happened to him, and and hopefully he bounce back. I like LT. Those were my favorite players growing up. I even used to wear his number at uh, little league football. So I'm definitely pulling for the guy. And this is America, and everybody deserves a, a second chance. I think you would agree to that as well. Well, ain't nobody's fifth. 
<laughs> you know, you can look yeah. at it as about his fifth then. So, I mean, you know, everybody makes a mistake. That's part of life. But at some point, you know, you got to grow up. He's, you know, LT's old enough to know better. I mean, you know, at some point you, you need to stay out of trouble and enjoy life. So, uh, he did get off Scott Free, though, to me, though. I mean, I've seen guys been handed worse sentences. So, uh, hopefully he will learn a lesson from it and move on. Yeah, hopefully he can. In other NFL news, let's get to more current uh, NFL news. And the Broncos have ended their search for a head coach. Uh, they went with uh, John Fox uh, from Carolina as the head coach. And I really kind of thought this guy would land in the John Fox is a great coach, and I'm glad he got a chance to go to a different team. Uh, but he's going to be coaching the Broncos. So he's going from – uh, one quarterback from that draft, and Jimmy Clausen, who, of course, did not do well, lowest passer rating in the NFL. They only won two games this season. He's going to Tim Tebow, a guy from the same draft. He's going to be in his second year. So let me ask you, Royce, what do you think he likes better? you think he's got some kind of maybe a chip on his shoulder? He knows how bad these, uh, he's, he's he had to deal with a rookie quarterback last season. Now he's getting a right. second-year guy, Tim Tebow. You think he's favoring that, or what do you think is going through his mind in taking the head coaching job at Denver? Well, first of all, right now, I think he's just excited just to get another head coach, another opportunity to coach in the NFL. Having coming from the worst uh, season in Carolina history, but uh, like you say, he is a good coach. He, he did turn that team around. He took him to the Super Bowl. Uh, I think, uh, you know, talking about the second chance, he does. He's a very good coach. There aren't many prospects out there. You know, I think Denver, uh, Stratt, you know, some experiments. And uh, John Elway's in charge now, so maybe he knows something we don't know. Yeah, and that's another point I want to bring up. This is uh, John Elway's actually his first decision as a new GM and head of football operations for Denver. And he his comments were one thing he saw in John he had great football wisdom, right. and I think right. that comes with the experience that he has. But not only does he have it on the defensive side, but overall his football wisdom is what won us over. So this is John Elway's uh, first big decision. So and, and you know, John Elway can't do any wrong in Denver. I think we all know that he can do any oh, wrong yeah. in the state of Colorado. I mean, he can right. run the governor. Right, he can do right. anything. I mean, you you go to Denver a lot. I mean, John Elway is the man in Denver. Yeah, yeah, he is. I mean, they they love him up there. So, uh, I think it's exciting for the city. You know, Tivo is a very good prospect. You know, I wouldn't mind working with Tivo either. I mean, he showed a lot of promise. Uh, but uh, you're right. It's his first decision as general manager, and we see what happens. Park, you know, Park is a good coach. So they can't do any worse. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, you're right so about we, that. But you, right. pick, you were pretty high on uh, Josh McDaniel. You thought he was a, a a good, you know, person to have, especially an offensive type of guy. And Fox is known for his defense. So you think he's going to go ahead and go with Tim Tim Tebow as a starting quarterback, or would he be looking to try to Kyle Orton, or would he be looking in the free agency pool to try to pull someone in? Well, number one, Daniel in Inherited Kyle Horton. I mean, you know, he left Chicago for a reason. Uh, but, you know, they had the wrong quarterback. I think they should have started Tebow midway through the season. But uh, I don't think Kyle Horton is the man. I think he's gone. And uh, why not get Tebow a chance? Why not? Yeah, I agree with you there. And there's rumors starting to circulate. Of course, this has not been confirmed. Uh, no way, shape, or form, but there's rumors starting to circulate that with Denver picking high in the draft, they may be even looking to add Cam Newton to their roster. Why they would do that, I have no idea, but there has been talk. You know, it didn't work in college when both Cam Newton and um, Tim Tebow were at Florida, but, hey, it may work in the NFL, so who knows? (laughs) Well, you know, quarterback is is least of Denver's problem. They got bigger problems than just quarterback. You know, season ahead. So uh, I think they're looking to rebuild in other places. You know, that defense yeah, I mean, week, the offense was, uh, wasn't that good. I don't know how they ranked in the NF- NFC, but uh, the season was a bust. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you on there. 
In other coaching news, uh, Schumar, the um, the heck, the um, I'm sorry, the guy from the uh, offense coordinator from the Rams gets the Cleveland Browns uh, head coaching job. He's moving from uh, Bradford, Sam Bradford, I'm sorry. He's moving from Sam Bradford to go try to coach up Cole McCoy. Uh, people like what he did with Sam Bradford, that they went from a team that won right. one game to winning seven games. And he, they're right. hoping that he can do the same thing with Cole McCoy. So I think it's a good hire for Cleveland Browns. And this is probably the guy that really – uh, Mike Holmgren wanted in position. I mean, he, he inherited yeah. Mangini. He let him stay there for a year. But, Royce, I think he really wanted his guy in there. And I think he's right. got someone that kind of thinks like him and runs that West Coast-style uh, offense. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, it's a lot of talent in Cleveland. You know, uh, I don't know what happened with Mangini, like I say, inheriting. But uh, I, I think that Cleveland can do any worse either. So, yeah. I mean, coaching change is much easier in Cleveland. Yeah, and they've got and they got a decent offense. I mean, you got Cole oh, yeah. McCoy. And, and, he was able to win right. a couple of games, and then plus you got Peyton Hillis, who was the biggest surprise in running back right. of the season, um, and the, what he was the job he was able to do. So you got some weapons there. You just got to kind of put everything together. Oh, you got together. the talent, of course. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think Mike Hunger was just taking his time and and building the type of team that he really wants to have there in Cleveland. So. Uh, he does get the nod there in Cleveland. Other coaching news on the college ranks, uh, David Shaw was promoted as head coach of Stanford. He had been there for a while. He's only 38 years old, uh, so he gets a chance to coach Stanford. I think he's definitely excited about having Andrew Luck come back. And I think that was one of the reasons why they kept a, a guy that was already in the organization and promoted him to head coach to get some kind of familiar, familiarity with the offense and for Andrew Luck as well, too. And his comment today that he made that got headlines was he, he said that, you know, preseason polls are not worth the paper that they're printing on. That's a good attitude wow. to have, but, of course, they got to be excited about being ranked higher and starting out with a chance to possibly get to a BCS game. As we talked about yesterday, that's where the big payday is, is in the BCS. Right. Uh, so he definitely Yeah, we know how the BCS rankings are. You know, we had a big uh, thing about that uh earlier when they came out with the poll. So nobody knows how they work. And I, I agree with him. It is a bunch of, you know, nobody can figure it out. So yeah, yeah. I agree with him. They don't mean anything. You do still have to go out and win games. Still got to go out and win games. You're right. You're absolutely correct about that. And in other college news, uh, Russ, you might not have heard this, or you may have. Of course, it's hard not to hear anything nowadays. But uh, Auburn quarterback Cam Newton did declare for the yes. NFL draft tonight. Uh, so he's going to take his talents to the NFL. And that's going to kind of shake things up at the top. I mentioned yesterday and even wrote an article on the uh, website about Nick Fairley being the guy that kind of had to, had to win. I mean, he's going to be a number one right. pick, especially with Andrew Luck not coming out. I think the Carolina Panthers will go that direction. But Cam Newton coming to the NFL, Royce, you think he's going to be a top draft pick? Or do you think he'll fall down to the late first round or maybe even out of the first round? Well, you know, I, I think, who knows, because we thought Tebow was going to go high, remember, when he came in the draft, so who knows uh, what these guys are for as quarterback. You know, he, he you can make him into a Randall L. You know, a lot of quarterbacks come out of college and end up being receivers or, or whatever. So uh, he, he needs a lot of work. i like to see him stay another year because he's still kind of raw. You know, even though he led the league and, you know, all these categories as quarterback, but it's a different league when you get to the NFL. You know, we've seen this happen before. So I, I, I think it's a little bit raw. They like to put some time invested in But if he could become another Vince Young, you know, just purely on talent. He has the talent already, you know, where he can run, he can pass. But I think he needs a lot of development, you know, before he can make that big jump. But yeah. a team that picks him have to have to really work with it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? People are trying to compare him to uh, a Vince Young, saying that their styles are similar, and they're looking at what Vince Young was doing and, and how he came into the NFL. People thought he would make that transition a lot quicker than he has. And right now, Vince Young right. doesn't even have a, a team to he go to. He doesn't have a job. People, right. right. And some people say that's really hurting Cam Newton's um, his, his status yeah. as far as coming out of draft. But my thing is, I think Cam Newton is actually a little bit farther along in his progression at the college level than Vince Young was. Now, Vince Young did 
take over a team and won their championship game. Um, both of them are coming off of championship wins. But Cam Newton has an arm. He throws the ball a lot more than uh, Vince Young did in college. And I think he's more of a polished uh, passer than Vince Young was. So I expect him to have a better career, at least for the first few years, than Vince Young was able to do. And Vince Young did win a lot of games. It's just that sometimes well, you know, psychologically he couldn't do the do the right thing and become a pro. That was a big thing. Well, the difference between Vince Young and Cam Newton is Vince Young single-handedly won a pro bowl game. You know, yeah. if you remember that Texas game, he single-handedly won that game. And uh, I don't know, you know, it's hard to tell. Uh, but to me, I think the guy could use a little more another year of college. But we know the circumstances surrounding him. He probably made the best decision for himself. You know, go ahead and uh, clear himself early for the draft. So mm-hmm. yeah. he did the right thing. Yeah, he did the yeah. right thing. Yeah, I think so. I mean, if you think about it, he's done pretty much everything he can for the for the uh, right. for Auburn. Anyway, they won their first bowl game, a first national title since 1957. Had a 14 and 0 season. And coming off a, a huge win like that, so I think he's done enough for the school. And he's probably tired right. of having the school make all the money and him not being able to make any. So I wonder now, Royce, is his, is his father going to go to all the NFL teams and make the negotiations uh, now, similar to what they yeah. accused of in college? Well, I don't think he has to do it right now because wherever he goes, he's going to get a big payday. So uh, I, I think Dad needs to stay out of this one. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you as well, too. Let's take a quick uh, commercial break. When we come back, we're going to be uh, joined by Bill Ingram from HoopsWorld.com. We're getting to some Can't NBA wait. talk. Uh, so you guys definitely stay tuned. Let's take a quick commercial break. And you listen to the RF Sports Radio Show live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Tax time is coming. And you know you want your rapid refund as quick as possible. Call On Time Tax Services at 214-431-7853. That's 214-431-7853. Mention RF Sports Radio and get half off on your preparation fees. Call On Time Tax Services, 214-431-7853 to get your rapid refund on time. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm here live with my good friend, CEO and creator of LawApps.com, Jared Rice. Why don't you let everyone know exactly what LawApps.com is? It's a mobilized version of an attorney's regular website so that people can access the site on mobile phones like smartphones, whether it be HTC, iPhone, Android, BlackBerry, or Palm, or any Windows-based system. So why does an attorney need LawApps.com? Well, if you have a regular website and people are pulling it up on their mobile phone, obviously they can't see it. So if you don't have a mobilized version of your site, you're missing out on millions of customers. And, you know, for business, that's not a good thing, especially in 2011. So what's the best way for people to get in contact with LawApps.com? Go to our website at LawApps.com, and apps is spelled with a Z on the end, not an S. Or they can give us a call at our toll-free number, one eight eight eight. 974 6784. That's 1888 974 6784. And it's lawapps.com.lawapps.com.lawapps.com.lawapps.com.lawapps.com.lawapps.com.lawapps.com.lawapps.com.lawapps.com.lawapps.com.lawapps.com.lawapps.com.lawapps.com.lawapps.com.law
Go to webookgigs.info right now. Okay. Sign up and create your profile. And let me tell you what you're going to get. You're going to get updates about shows and paid gigs sent directly to your personal I Twitter, like that. Facebook, email, and your phone. Now, the best thing about webookgigs.info is it's absolutely no cost to I sign up. That. So what are you waiting for? Don't delay. Webookgigs.info right now. Right now. Hi, this is Pastor Monica Wallace. I want to personally invite you to Kingdom Encounter every Sunday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com slash kingdom encounter each and every Sunday at 5 p.m. Hear what the kingdom has to offer you and have your own encounter. That's blogtalkradio.com slash kingdom encounter. Sundays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time with me, Pastor Monica Wallace, and may God bless you. Oh, yeah, the oh, wait is finally yeah. over. The new release from Rifleman, Smoke in the City, available the now. City. Album features Blow Fly, Mayhem, Kenfo Jack, and the Grit Boys, with many, many other. Also featuring production from super producer, none other than Big Chris. And every other major online retailer that you can think of. Don't wait, go pick up smoke in the city now. It's blazing, it's blazing. And we are back live on the RF Sports Radio Show. We got to talking about some of the top stories going on in the uh, sports world right now. Everything from Cam Newton to LT and his um, guilty plea today. We have to talk about John Fox getting a new job in Denver. But, Royce, we got to transition now into the NBA. I've got a good friend of mine uh, uh, coming on the show tonight, Bill Ingram from HoopsWorld.com. If you guys haven't checked it out, go to HoopsWorld.com. And you can find all the NBA action you want to know, the inside scoop, the stories, the trades, the rumors. So, Royce, you know we got to pick this guy's brain and find out exactly what's going oh, on yeah. in the in the NBA, especially when it comes to our Mavs and, and the, oh, some yeah. of the other big stories going on in the NBA, too. Let me welcome on to the line uh, Bill Ingram. I know I have you on. How you doing, sir? Doing great. How you guys doing tonight? Hey, Bill. Good. How you doing? Good. <laughs> what about the Mavs, man? Time. <laughs> yeah, what about those Mavs, man? I'm, I'm dying here, son. Damn it, son. Oh, uh, you know, first and foremost, what we've learned over the last couple of weeks is that Dirk Nowitzki is indeed the most valuable player in the oh, NBA yeah. because you well, go from winning right. 17 out of 18 to losing 7 out of 9, and that's a pretty clear indication that the one piece you're missing is the MVP. I realize Karan Butler's out too, but uh, the Mavs, right. have, Mavs have enough pieces to compensate for Karan being gone at least short term. But long-term, the piece that's missing is Dirk, and that's the difference. Uh, and that's why, you know, my argument league-wide, not not being a mad homer, I'm not from Dallas, that's not my, uh, you know, my shtick. But um, right. I do believe Dirk's the MVP, and I, and I think it's a perfect illustration. Yeah, and I agree with you 100%. And, and I wanted to get your opinion while we're on that, and I know I'm going to talk some other stuff with you too because I found some interesting stuff on you guys' website. But while we're on the subject of the Mavs, they did a 10-day deal with Sasha Pavlovic, and last night he came out with 16 minutes, two points. I mean, I, and explain to me, I, I know Sasha's been a, a, a good utility player with Cleveland in the past when he was on that team with LeBron, but I just don't see, you know, you bring him in for 10 days and, and to be a Band-Aid of sorts, but, you know, I don't think he's that type of player to even give you some of the production that a guy like Karan Butler or even – Dirk when he's out to give you. So why bring a man for that 10-day contract other than to have another body available to play? That's just it. I mean, it is a body. Um, Sasha, as you mentioned, I, it didn't. when I saw that, I was like, oh, Sasha Pavlovich, how nice. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, you know, he, he, first of all, to throw him in 16 minutes and expect something, you know, I mean, that was – Rick Carlisle will do this. And we, we saw Alexis Agenta start, you know. Um, yeah. Right. You just right. don't, he, he's looking for someone to take advantage of an opportunity. And Pavlovich, I guess the hope was that he was hungry, although my argument would be the guy's not in NBA shape. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you sign him and now stick him out there right away and expect him to 
do something. And there aren't too many players that would that would flourish in that situation. But you know, it's it is it's a band aid. And if he works out, great. You know, if you can play him 15, right. 20 minutes over a couple more games and see if he's going to, you know, do anything, great. If not, it's a 10-day contract, and you let him go. And, you know, it buys the Mavs a little bit more time to mm-hmm. find the right free agent or find the right deal to uh, to make yeah. something happen. And you, you mentioned that, and we talked about that a lot on the show, finding the right free agent. We hear the rumors about Iguodala. We hear the rumors about Steven Jackson. And when we talked about Stephen Jackson yesterday, our whole chat room lit up. Everybody was like, no, Stephen Jackson, no, Stephen Jackson. He's a locker room killer. You know, and and I was thinking, you know, if they get Iguodala, I think he'll be hungry. I think he'll come in ready to play with a team that has a a real shot at trying to get to a championship game. But in your opinion, I mean, what do you think they're going to do? I mean, are they going to go after Iguodala? Or what is your opinion as far as what they need to do? On the free agent market what, or on the trade market. Steven Jackson, I would take him every day and twice on Sundays. And I'll tell you why. Well, that's right. uh, yeah. He has I a agree. bad reputation because of the whole brawl in Indiana. But right. this is a guy that has a championship ring with the San Antonio Spurs. This right. is a guy who walked into Charlotte and made that entire team believe in themselves and got them to the playoffs. They had their best season of the franchise last year. And I do games right. in Charlotte. That's one of my alternate markets. Everybody in that locker room, from Raymond Felton to Gerald Wallace, everybody in there, uh, and I know those guys well, when I ask them what's been the difference, they all point to Steven Jackson and say, he came in here, mm-hmm. he taught us to have a little bit of a chip on our shoulders and to play with intensity and to believe in ourselves, and that's why we made the playoffs. I know uh, Steven Jackson get- has this sort of reputation, but I tell you what, if you bring, and you can't get him. I mean, there's no way the Bobcats are not going to trade Steven Jackson. He's the heart and soul of that right. team. But if you could get him, I would right. put the Mavericks into the second round just based on having Steven Jackson in the locker room. If he never played a game, I would put them in the not second only, round just on him being in the locker room with those guys. Not only the guy can play that play, you know. And, uh, so how do you uh, rank this team, you know, Compared to the rest of the West as of now, you know they were ranked oh, to me a month ago, right? It really is tough. And the other thing, you know, I think with all the Sixers are, are not trading him. Um, the Sixers have begun to play better, and they're telling teams that call uh, interested in acquiring him that they're not trading. And we'll see if they if that changes right. before the deadline. But as of right now, he's not on the market. So there are no easy answers for the Mavs. And their right. number one trade piece was Karan Butler because he was an ending contract right. and someone who could right. step in and start somewhere else. But he was playing well enough it didn't make sense to trade him. Now he's hurt, and it's very unlikely. Not impossible. You can still trade him if somebody right. just wants to have just give up the roster spot and and cut some money. But but you're not going to get a top. You're not going to get an Iguodala or a Stephen Jackson. You're not even going to get into that kind of discussion. With the right. Mavs, though, um, really what you're talking about is hopefully Roddy Bobois. Every time we talk to the guy, it's right. a couple weeks. I'm a couple weeks away. Right. It's been a couple weeks since like September. So I don't <laughs> right. know what's going on. This is the longest ankle injury I've right. ever yeah, seen. Right. So it makes you wonder what else is going on. Something, something else has to be going on. It's not just an ankle. But the hope is that Roddy Bobois can come back and have enough time left in the season for him to get up to speed and have some sort of impact on the rotation in the backcourt. Uh, Sean Marion's doing a great job. I mean, you know, he's he's playing so much better this year than he did last right. year. Last year, right. I thought that oh, yeah. signing him was a huge mistake. But this year, he looks good. Right. Uh, the real key is Dirk. You know, when Dirk comes back, I would expect the Mavericks to go ahead and win another 17 out of 18 games. That's mm. how good Dirk is. He yeah. is the one that the ball goes through as much as Jason Kidd is the assist guy. But Dirk impacts so much on both ends of the floor as far as rebounding, uh, on the defensive end. He's not a great defender, but he's a good rebounder. And as far as the attention that the defense has to pay to him, it creates open shots for Jason Kidd. It creates open shots for Jason Terry. And for Karan Butler, when, when he was in the lineup, uh, it makes life easier for Tyson Chandler because everyone's staying a couple of inches closer to Dirk than they are to their own, the guy they're supposed to be defending. So I think the real key for Dallas is getting Dirk back. With Dirk back, they're going to win, you know, 57, 8 games. But I'm not convinced that this team gets out of the first round. It very much depends on the matchup because you, this is not a mentally tough team. When postseason comes comes around, as we've seen, they fold. 
And it's unfortunate yeah. because this is one of the best teams of all time in the regular season. You're talking about this would be their 11th straight season with 50-plus wins. But wow. they can't get out of that second round, out of that first round, you know. It's mm-hmm. just, it's unfortunate. Because they are yeah. missing that guy. They're missing that yeah. Steven Jackson. They're missing Dirk as a leader in action but not in words. They don't have that guy. They don't have the Kobe Bryant, the Steven Jackson, the Dwayne Wade the guy who will get in people's faces and get them fired up. You know, Avery Johnson was that guy when when he was coaching yeah, when they got to the finals. That's, that's what's missing right. from that Mavericks locker room. And, you know, you, and, and you're absolutely right. We played an interview that we did with Roddy uh, Bubois right before the um, Oklahoma game. I caught him in the locker room and asked him specifically, like, when you're coming back? He said at the soonest, maybe at the end of the week. I mean, end of the month, I'm sorry. And also, what was taking so long? He just said he's trying to rehab. And it's always these, you know, around, around questions. I see him shooting sometimes before the games, but I don't know when he's coming back. I don't think he knows when he's coming back. And you're right, this has been the longest foot injury, ankle injury that I've ever seen. He's supposed to come back back in October uh, from what I was told. So he still hasn't made it back on the court yet. But, but he's going to be a key factor. And Dirk is the biggest factor, number one. Now, one thing I want to ask you about what we're talking about, trades, the top story on HoopsWorld.com, if you guys didn't know, we're joined by Bill Ingram from HoopsWorld.com. And I ran this story on my website, too, is this mellow deal. And i got to be honest with you, Bill, first of all, and Roy's teasing me all the time, because I every time I see mellow not being traded in the headlines, I get a little excited, hoping that the Mavs maybe, maybe, maybe able to pull something off. But now they had the three-team deal with the Nets and the uh, Detroit Pistons. And there's reports coming down the pipeline about a three-team deal with the Knicks and the Memphis Grizzlies that are sending O.J. Mayo and Melo to the Knicks. Now, do you think this thing has any legs? And is Melo really the guy in the driver's seat pushing him to really go to the Knicks? Let's be, let's be really honest here. Because I know Carmelo and I, and I know his people and I know Chauncey very well, Chauncey Bills. Carmelo does not want to leave Denver. That's not yeah. that. You're not hearing. You have never seen a quote or heard a quote, you've never heard Carmelo Anthony say that he wants to leave Denver. He doesn't. That's true. He wants to be in Denver. He loves being in Denver. His guys, though, Carmelo doesn't call the shots for himself. He's like LeBron. He has Mm -hmm. handlers, his boys who are around him, his entourage that run his business, want him in New York. New Jersey, they're releasing all this all this stuff leaking, you know, sources close to New Jersey, sources, you know, Donnie Walsh is, is giving dictation to the rumor pages, sources close to the Knicks, it's Donnie Walsh. They want him desperately. Of course they do. But that's mm. not Carmelo saying that. Here's how this goes, though, in the NBA. Those guys doing that will cause the trade to happen. It will scare Denver to death. They'll be worried that they'll get LeBron next summer that Carmelo wants to stay, but his people will move him, which probably is what would happen. So they'll trade him to avoid what happened to Cleveland, to where your franchise player is gone, and now you're the worst team in the West, and your fans yeah. evaporate. And everybody's up in arms, and they're burning season tickets in the parking lot. You know, all that right. in jerseys, and the whole thing gets repeated. Only I don't think Carmelo has an hour special on ESPN to talk about what his dog had for breakfast. Right, I don't think so either. The whole thing is, this is all being stirred up by New Jersey. And I wrote this yesterday. The trade between New Jersey, Detroit, Denver screws the Nuggets. I'm sorry. If you're going to trade Chauncey Billups and Carmelo Anthony to another team, you better be getting a heck of something back. And I'm not talking about Derek Favors and some picks. Right. I'm talking about I better be like, wow, at what you get back. And I'm not wow about that deal. You know, what Mm -hmm. the Nuggets are doing and the reason they, they were very upset that New Jersey let this information out. But what the Nuggets are doing, they've got 40 days, roughly, till the trade deadline. And they want to see what the best offer is. They're hoping Houston will decide to give up Yao Ming's ending contract uh, because the Rockets are extremely interested, and they have tons of pieces. They have tons of first-round draft picks. They have tons, they're offering Kevin Martin. Uh, they have tons of talent, complimentary talent, to send up there along with all the picks they want, the Nuggets want Yao Ming's expiring contract. The Rockets aren't coming off of that just yet. But the Nuggets are hoping that something happens where a team like Houston that has a huge chip they really want, at the last minute they go, okay, fine, we'll give you Yao Ming. They're hoping that some 
huge deal does come along. And in the meantime, they're happy to have the media talking about New Jersey and Detroit and Memphis and New York and blah, 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 hoping that all of that talk inspires some other team, some other deal to come up that really is a great deal for them. So right now, I, I think all this talk, it's all, yes, there are things being proposed, but I'd be surprised if anything happened before we're a little bit closer to that deadline, before they're a little bit more sure that they are getting the best deal they can get. Yeah. You know, I thought it was Jack. Go ahead, Royce. I'm with him. I can't see them giving up Carmelo Anthony. I mean, they love him up there. He's a he's a golden child in Colorado. Yeah. And, uh, it's the one side of the deal. Chauncey came to the team. He's even a very good player. You know? I mean, yeah. not just a scorer. <laughs> Chauncey pushed True. him to be, uh, you know, Chauncey pushed him to the Western Conference Finals. You know, he right. was a first-round and out guy before Chauncey came. That's true. Right. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. You talk about a team going from a perennial uh, contender, as the Nuggets have been every year, all the way down to the bottom of the standings. I mean, by making that military, like you said, it's got to be a, a big thing. So I guess I should calm my excitement down because I, I they're yeah, probably going to want Dirk in the trade. Cause, so I should calm yeah, my excitement down about him coming oh, down. Dallas. Yeah, Dallas doesn't have the pieces. They really don't. Who do you, Who do you give up? I mean, to get to – that kind of salary, yeah. I mean, all the pieces uh, yeah. they're actually right. willing to, to talk about are Brendan Haywood and J.J. Barea and these guys that make less than a million a year or two million a year. The, you'd have to put together a lot of those contracts. You're, you're not going to get to a Carmelo Anthony kind of number without Karan Butler's number being in there, which you can't, you know, they're not going to take that now. Or, you know, they're not going to take Sean Marion's long-term deal. You know, you'd have to almost throw Tyson Chandler in there, and the Mavs aren't going to give him up. Because Brendan Haywood's on the on the naughty list, so <laughs> you know it's, it's it would be awfully tough for Dallas to be the primary team. Now, could they throw in some pieces and get something else like Devin Harris back or something like yeah. that? Sure, but I don't see how Carmelo Anthony lands in Dallas. Yeah, uh, well, I should calm my enthusiasm, curb my enthusiasm. Then let me ask you real quick, because you you had a, and if you guys don't know, we're joined by Bill Ingram from HoopsWorld.com. You do a, a, a segment called NBA at Two. And um, you posted something today called Credit Where It's Due about uh, Paul Silas. And if you can, talk a little bit about that, because I, I thought it was a very interesting read. I learned a lot more than I than I really knew about the situation Silas is in right now. Absolutely. Well, again, Charlotte's one of my primaries. Um, you know, I, I'm the Texas team. I'm Oklahoma City. I'm Phoenix. Uh, I right. do games in Orlando every year that we have guys there, and I do Charlotte. You know, those are some of my primary. And Portland, I talk a lot about because I know a lot of the guys on those teams. But um, Charlotte, I was there for Larry Brown's last game, and, you know, he looked like a beat dog that last mm. night. And I was not the least bit surprised the next day when he announced that, you know, they had mutually agreed that he was not, he was going to step away as head coach. Um, I was a little surprised by Paul Silas. But I'll tell you what Paul Silas has done. He's doing the things that Larry Brown doesn't do. First of all, Larry Brown is a control coach. He wants D.J. Augustine to play his way and he's right. going to change him to play his way, and that didn't work. All, All right. of a sudden, you bring in Paul Silas, D.J. Augustine is averaging 20 points, nine assists a night, and they've won six out of eight games with Paul Silas as the head coach, including, hey, they beat, they beat Chicago. Uh, right. A lot of the teams they had lost to right before the trade, like Memphis, they've now beaten them on the flip side of having a coaching change. He has put Gerald Henderson in the, in the rotation. And Gerald Henderson, he had a huge game a couple nights ago against, against Memphis. I think he had 19 points. Um, and this is a guy who wasn't – he was seeing garbage time under, under yeah. Larry Brown, who we all know Larry Brown doesn't play rookies. Um, so he's right. getting a lot of production out of Gerald Henderson that he needed. Now Gerald Wallace is back. That makes a huge difference. He's also got Kwame Brown starting. And Kwame Brown, while he's not putting up, you know, anything like all-star numbers, he is putting up the, some of the best numbers of his career, <laughs> you know. so. This is a guy that most people totally discounted. So he's getting some guys who were not productive prior to him taking the reins uh, to be productive. And, and I can't, I cannot overstate the importance. You know, he brought Charles Oakley in with him to be an assistant coach. And Charles Oakley is in there kicking those guys' butts. You know, I guarantee yeah, no. you Kwame Brown's rear end is hurting a little bit from that big shoe. Because <laughs> you, you don't stand around Charles Oakley and not work hard. Because Kwame Brown to play better. Working guys in the league, and he's going to be 
constantly on those big guys. Ghana Jop was playing well before he got a he has a season ending injury. Probably from practicing against Charles Oakley. But this is a very solid move. Silas is a great coach for that for that team after Larry Brown. And I think the Charles Oakley uh part of that deal is so good for the Bobcats, it's gonna make them so much tougher. And uh, you know, we're already starting to see some of those benefits. We'll see if it's long term. But certainly over the eight games, they've won six, and that's a heck of a lot better than they were prior. True. And seven of those were without Gerald Wallace. True. Now, I had a chance to see Paul Silas play growing up. He's a great player. He's a player's coach. I mean, what a better choice. Guys, uh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Perfect, perfect fit. Right. Yeah, I like Paul Siles. I like what he's definitely able to do. And, and you mentioned Larry Brown. We've got a coach here in Dallas that doesn't like to play uh, rookies either. I mean, we saw what yes, happened in the playoffs last year <laughs> with the Spurs and Rodney yep. B, a guy we talked about also as well. If you guys want to check that out, make sure you go to hoopsworld.com. It's the NBA at 2. Uh, we're on with Bill Ingram. If you can't find it for whatever reason, go to our site at rfsportsradio.com, and it's the first post on the site. Uh, you can get a link directly to that article about Paul Silas and what the Charlotte Bobcats are able to do and hopefully turn around and get back into the playoffs for the second time in their franchise history. Before I let you go, though, I, I'm going to tell you right now, my, my favorite for the dunk contest is Blake Griffin, and I really like what Blake is doing. He's moving up in the standards on the all-star balloting, I can see. And they beat the uh, Miami Heat last Miami night. Heat. Yep. A good game. He had get a little run-in with Mario Chalmers that got a lot of play on ESPN. And uh, LeBron got a little piece of some of his own karma that he tweeted about the, the night before. <laughs> he you needs know? to look up that word, doesn't he? Yeah, he doesn't needs to know what that word means. Yeah. Because karma what karma means is the only way karma applies to LeBron James would be if he were to break his leg and miss the rest of the season. That would be karma for LeBron James. Not yeah. the Cavaliers getting beat in L.A. The Cavaliers were the ones that he screwed. You know, mm, it's right. not like they're owed some sort of bad karma. They're owed good karma, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, LeBron exactly. that needs to be watching out for the karma fairies. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And people thought he wasn't going to actually uh, twist the ankle and the people thought he wasn't going to uh, play or, or get limited play time. He did start tonight, and right now they're losing in Denver, so this West Coast uh, trip is proving to be a, a big test for the Miami Heat. But I want to ask you about Blake Griffin. Is he yeah. the favorite? I mean, why have a dunk contest if Blake Griffin's going to be in the contest? Well, this just looks like with the rest of the field that they picked, it's a chance to promote Blake Griffin, really. I mean, I don't really see – because he's the name, and you got to understand fans are picking these – you know, there, there's an element right. where fans right. are, are voting, and so they're going to vote for the guy, you know, the player over the dunk in some situations, which I think is a flawed part of, of the whole thing. But it's all for the fans, so whatever. Um, and I was joking with Dwight Howard the other night because the Magic were in town, and, and Dwight was like, man, they, right. they don't have anybody in the dunk contest. Yeah. Nobody, everybody's going to vote for Blake whether he has a good dunk or not because he's the only one they've heard of, you know. And mm, they had right. a point, you know. But I'll tell you that the, um, you know, the NBA has to have a star player there. And right. lately oh, the stars have not been wanting to turn out, you know. So, no. hey, Blake's going to have an opportunity to go out there, and he's a very he's a very smart guy, a very creative guy, and I think it'll be I think it'll be entertaining. I don't know what the rest of the field can do, but I think it'll be very entertaining to see uh, whatever Blake Griffin has in store because that young man, right. not only is he he's a great Weird. player, but he's a great guy. Right. And, right. Uh, and it, it'll be fun. Whatever it is, it, it'll be fun for sure. Yeah, We're I agree. As boring as it's been the last couple of years, they could, it could use some <laughs> excitement. Trust me. Well, you know, with Dwight Howard and the whole thing with him and um, and uh, Nate Robertson was 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 good. You know, it, it had its yeah, time. Right. The business was boring. Nothing like having, you know, Jordan and Dominique and uh, right. you know, even, even what Vince Carter was able to do with the dunk contest, and even Kobe Bryant right. won dunk contest too. I don't know why these guys don't. Get involved in it. It used to be a status thing to be the dunk champion in the NBA. Right. I don't know where it went wrong. I guess it was when uh, Brent Berry won the dunk contest, I guess. <laughs> maybe, that's where, maybe that's where it went wrong. But, but I, just remember, oh, wow. I just remember, you know, as a wow. kid, I had the Spud Web post on my wall. You know, it just, it just, you know, it just lost its luster. I think the NBA is about dunking. It's about three-point shots. It's about being an all-star and being the best. And whatever you can do, so I don't understand why these players are not, 
you know, what needs to happen? Do they need to make the, a, a big monetary deal for the guys to compete? Do they make, need to make it mandatory? But how can we get that 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 specialness about the dunk contest back to the All Star Weekend? Well, part of it is, and you know, the reason Dwight isn't competing in it anymore is because they wouldn't let him do a dunk. The last, um, you recall, he did the thing where the the, uh, the telephone booth came out and they raised the rim right. two feet, right. and he and did that right. dunk. And then after that, right. he just did like a simple dunk. Right. And we're going, yeah. why did why didn't he save the telephone booth for the last dunk? The reason right. was he had a different dunk where he was going to come out with his magic jersey on. He was going to tear the magic jersey off, and he had a Dominique Wilkins jersey on underneath oh, his signature dunk. Right. Wow. But the league, at the last minute, right when he was going out to do it, told him no, that he could not tear an NBA jersey. Oh, wow. That was disrespecting the jersey. Wow. So then he just went out and did a very a very plain, I mean, it was a nice dunk, but it was just a plain dunk. It was not creative. Yeah. And he said, that's it, I'm done. If you're going to tell me what I can and can't do, it's all—it's a freaking all-star weekend. What are you? I know. I'm not I disrespecting know. the game, you know. That would have been so awesome. Can you imagine Dwight out there tears off his magic jersey, has the Dominique, and goes up there and does Dominique signature dunk? I mean, that—that that would have brought the entire country down. Oh, that would have <laughs> just would have been great. He may—he may have won one if he did that, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I have a question. What do you think about sure. this Oklahoma Thunder? We think about Kevin Durant is right. the real deal, absolutely right. the real dangerous. deal. Um, yeah, and Russell Westbrook has emerged this year too. Uh, yeah, both of those right. guys are so humble; it's just ridiculous. You just love being around right. them; they're such good guys. Right. And now right. you're starting to see a guy like Serge Ibaka. Speaking of the dunk contest, um, right. Right. also start to look like a star caliber player. You're seeing James Harden start to look like a star caliber player. Um, you know, Jeff Green's the guy everybody wants to see emerge. I don't know. I think he. I think he is right. what he's going to be. But that's a that's a special that's a special situation. Um, Sam Presti right. has really done that the right way. Their GM has really done that the right way. Draft using draft picks and player development to build a cha- right. a playoff team and hopefully eventually a championship team. And uh, you know, you got to love it, especially you know, us here in Texas. We saw Kevin Durant before he was on the national stage when he played for UT. Right. And, and, uh, right. The guy has just begun to tap his potential, and he's already the leading scorer in the NBA. And he still has oh, a yeah. leader. Yeah, so they I, I the Thunder, when you talk about two, three years from now, when the Lakers are done, you know, Kobe's retired, when right. Tim Duncan's retired, when Dirk is getting older and, and closer to retirement, Kevin Durant's going to be hitting his prime. Russell Westbrook's going to be hitting his prime. Right. Jeff Green, Serge right. Ibaka. These guys are going to be the best team in the league. You know, and Kevin Absolutely. Durant's going to be all anybody talks about when you talk about three, four years from now. I, it's just exciting. Even if you're not a Thunder fan, just a, as a general NBA fan, you have to love watching a team like that that gets built from the ground up, and they have the whole thing where they get, you know, the city won't build them an arena, so they have to move and the whole thing, and they start a new tradition of excellence. It's it's exciting to see that no matter what the team is. I'd much rather watch that than watch a team like Miami who right. buys the top free agents and throws all these other players away. I love seeing Michael Beasley play as well as he is uh, <laughs> and, and try and buy a championship versus yeah. a team that actually builds a champion. You know, I just yeah. I love that model. And you know what I think? And I think the people of Oklahoma City deserve it for the way they treated the New Orleans Hornets when they had to, had to go out there and play. They deserve to have a team like that. And that arena has turned into one of the hardest places to play in the playoffs. Last season, yeah. I mean, it, it was the hardest place to do anything. They took the Lakers and more games than I thought they would, especially being their first time in it. And they're a scary team in the West. They're a very, very scary team in the West. I agree with you. Like, like I say, you give you give them another time or two in the playoffs, maybe a second round this year. You know, maybe they get maybe a little bit further depending on which matchup they catch. But that's a team that a couple of years from now, when they're seasoned, when they've had more playoff games. And the pressure isn't there when they're in the playoffs. When you know when it becomes more of a comfort zone, uh, as it has to become for young teams. You're right. That, that's a team I, I've I've really thought. Uh, I really think very highly of that. Not just, not just because they they have a great coach. Scott Brooks is, is a phenomenal coach, uh, very much a players' coach. All the guys believe in him. They rally around him. They trust him. And when you look at the way Kevin Durant leads. Uh, you know that's 
that's going to be a very, very tough team for years to come. Mm, I agree. I agree. I thank you for coming on the program. We we have uh, Bill Ingram from HoopsWorld.com. Make sure you check that out every day for the NBA at 2 segment. And if you're on Twitter, you can follow him at the Rocket Guy. Uh, thank you for coming on, and, and I know it's your second time on. We, we're glad you're here, and, and anytime. I'd love to have you on anytime. You bet. And i got to explain, hey, the Rocket Guy, I, I started covering the Rockets. That was where I started from, <laughs> Houston. And uh, that, so that's always been my moniker. So for Twitter, there's a lot of Bill Ingrams out there. One was running for president. So I'm like, I'm just going to go with the Rocket Guy. So, the Rocket Guy. I talk about that's the Rockets right. whenever I can, but as you know, uh, the Mavs are – I cover the lead from Dallas. So Yeah, yeah, so exactly. Yeah, I always see him at the game, and he's the one getting all the interviews while I'm waiting on the, the little tidbits from the other players. So he's definitely on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we thank yeah, you for coming on, man. We'll definitely have you on soon. And, and make sure you guys go check out hoopsworld.com. And thank you again for coming on, Bill. You bet. Anytime, my friend. We'll see you, uh, I guess we'll see you Wednesday for the Lakers. Wednesday, that's right. We'll be there. We'll definitely be there. Fantastic. We'll see you there. All right. And there was Bill Inger from hoopsworld.com live on the RF Sports Radio Show. Again, check him out at the NBA 2 segment on hoopsworld.com or follow him at, on Twitter at the Rocket Guy. And we'll take a quick commercial break, Royce. We'll come back and wrap things up. I got some more stories I want to get into for you because the uh, Cowboys still don't have a defensive coordinator, and they may have lost the guy that they really wanted uh, today. So we'll talk about that as we come back live on the RF Sports Radio Show. Hi, this is Pastor Monica Wallace. I want to personally invite you to Kingdom Encounter every Sunday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com slash kingdom encounter each and every Sunday at 5 p.m. Hear what the kingdom has to offer you and have your own encounter. That's Blog Talk Radio. Tax time is coming. And you know you want your rapid refund as quick as possible. Call On Time Tax Services at 214-431-7853. That's 214-431-7853. Mention RF Sports Radio and get half off on your preparation fees. Call On Time Tax Services, 214-431-7853 to get your rapid refund on time. Super Bowl is coming. Don't miss the chance for your business product, service, or website to reach thousands of sports fans from around the world that will be coming to our backyard in Dallas-Fort Worth. We have several Super Bowl shows and appearances planned for the biggest evening in sports. We have street teams available to get your message in the hands of sports fans. Don't miss out on reduced advertising rates for more bang for your buck. Email rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. See you at the Super Bowl. Hi, this is Pastor Monica Wallace. I want to personally invite you to Kingdom Encounter every Sunday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com slash kingdom encounter each and every Sunday at 5 p.m. Hear what the kingdom has to offer you and have your own encounter. That's blogtalkradio.com slash kingdom encounter Sundays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time with me, Pastor Monica Wallace, and may God bless you. wrap up our show. This is the RF Sports Radio Show. We just had a great, great uh, talk with Bill Ingram from HoopsWorld.com. We got into everything from Blake Griffin, the Mavs, the Carmelo trade, and the truth about the Carmelo trade. And we talked a lot about Dwight Howard, some things we didn't even know about Dwight Howard, and the dunk contest for us. That was a, that was a good talk right there. Yeah, yes, indeed. Let's wrap up our show real quick here. we got a few more topics to touch on. If you guys missed out on what we were uh, uh, talking with Bill Ingram about, 
Go to iTunes and download the show. Go to iTunes.com and just uh, do a search for RF Sports Radio. You'll be able to subscribe and uh, get all our shows delivered straight to your iTunes device, whether it be mobile, iPad, or iPod. And you can stay in contact with the show. And follow us on Twitter as well at twitter.com slash RF Sports Radio. And you can find all the information. Now, Royce, I want to ask you something real quick, man. Now, you you asked us, I think two days ago, what was going to be Jason Garrett's biggest decision. And me and Rick were on the show, both Cowboy fans, and we agreed it was going to be the defensive coordinator job. We had to find out who it was. And we talked yesterday that they interviewed uh, Minuski, which is right. a um, defensive coordinator from the San Francisco 49ers. We found out today that he actually went and interviewed with the San Diego Chargers as well. And people are saying that the Chargers job may be the job that he wants. It's on the West Coast. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have to move far. And plus, uh, as you know, with Norv Turner, every season we're talking about, well, Norv is going to be there. It's going to be out today. So he may have a potential to be a head coach a lot faster in San Diego than he does in Dallas because in Dallas, Jason Garrett does lock up four years, and he's going just into his first year of the four years too. So let me ask you, you think these guys are losing out, and why is it taking so long to get a defensive coordinator in here to coach this defense? Well, I tell you what, they are losing out, right? They're losing out fast, especially with these coaching changes. And, you know, guys of this caliber don't just come every day. But I think a lot of it has to do with Jerry. You know, uh, he's not the easiest owner to work for, you know, for his reputation. Uh, and uh, is it Jerry's decision or Jason's decision? That's the question. Who's making yeah. that decision? Right. I don't know. And you know what, and, and, and the other thing is, too, Royce, is you think about it. I mean, this defense, you know, maybe this is not the job that guys want to have. The pressure, right. the amount of pressure is put on by not only the fans, but Jerry Jones, that big stadium. And this defense needs a lot of work. They're going to have to be personnel changes. They might have to be a scheme change. You're going to have to teach these guys right. a whole new scheme. And maybe, right. maybe other coordinators don't want to have that headache on their hands. You know, Wade Phillips was uh, supposedly one of the best defensive coaches out there. I mean, he couldn't do any much with this defense. That's true. So, right, I don't, I, and I don't know, like I said, that the window is closing for the Dallas Cowboys for picking somebody. Uh, I'm curious to see who their decision is going to be. I hope they don't make a mistake, but that's a very important decision. Mm. And, uh, I think they they let a good guy get away. Yeah, yeah, and it, like I said, he hasn't signed on with this with the uh, Chargers yet. But if you think about it, you know it may make sense to go there. It's a West Coast move. He's already right. on the West right. Coast. Wanted right. to move his family too much, so that could be that could be a factor. And if you think about it, also, you know, if I was a guy and I wanted to eventually, in every corner that wants to eventually be a head coach, I would want to go somewhere where I had that opportunity. And uh, you think about this defense has been on decline. Uh, you know, even when Wade Phillips was here, they didn't do anything that they did last season or even the season before when they had 13 Pro Bowlers. And maybe this is not the attractive job, and they're having some trouble finding the guy to come in there. But they got to find a guy quick. There's got to be some roster changes. You got to get ready for the draft. You got to get ready for the free agency period to start. And I think some of these coordinators are kind of holding on to what they have, not knowing what the NFL is going to be like uh, next season. You know, that's another big question, too. We don't know when, you know, practice is going to start. We don't know when the uh, collective bargaining agreement is going to be done. So it, maybe it's one of those things as well, too. But, if Jerry, if you're listening, give me a call anytime. Matter of fact, email rfsportsradio at gmail.com. Let's, let's sit down together, me, you, and Jason, and work this thing out and try to figure out, wow. you know, who can we get in here because we may need to run a 4-3. You know, we might have to change the defense up, you know, that big. Right. All right. Well, you're definitely going to have to make some changes on defense. Uh, I mean, uh, you're going to do it through the draft, free uh, agency, or something. But if Jerry's serious about it, holding people accountable and shaking things up, I mean, the time to start is now. Time to start now. You're absolutely right. Well, we're going to go ahead and conclude our show tonight. Tomorrow night, do not miss the show tomorrow night. We're going to be doing our picks for the uh, second week of playoffs. 
We got some big games to pick. We got the Jets versus the Patriots. We got the Seahawks and the Bears. We've got the um, the uh, Falcons and the Green Bay Packers. And also Armageddon, as it's being called, with the Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens. So the whole hour tomorrow night, we're going to spend our second games. We're going to be looking at players versus players, coaches versus coaches, uh, home field versus the visitors. So do not right, miss well, uh, our preview special tomorrow night. It's gonna be it's gonna be epic, am I right, Royce? It's gonna be epic. I tell you what, this these are some big games coming up, man. I mean, I can't wait. I mean, they're gonna yeah. be really, really big. They have the Definitely. best of the best, right? Best of the best. So stay in contact with us, guys. Go to our website rfsportsradio.com or find us on Twitter at twitter.com/rfsportsradio. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. We want to thank Bill Ingram for coming on to the show. Go back and download and listen to it. And we will talk to you guys tomorrow. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.